Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you get a second, please subscribe. Podcast is up next. And remember, play for fun and winning is funner. Thanks again. Hey coaches, this is Coach Parker with uh, Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcast over at CoachParker.org. How you guys doing today? I'm your host, Coach Parker. Hey, uh, I know it's been a while, but I uh, got a pretty good podcast uh, today. It's going to be a multi-part series on choosing a youth football offense. This is part one. Uh, this is about half of the important variables that we'll look at when choosing a youth football offense. So uh, let's get started. Uh, you know, this is this has been kind of a tough tough decision on actually writing the article. I was kind of excited about to get into it. One of the uh, coaches on my private Facebook group uh, posed the question on, you know, how do you choose a youth football offense when you've got, you know, a small offensive line, small backs, uh, they're all rookies. I've got a lot of MPP players and all of that. And uh, in the chat, I was just answering them based on age group. And he's like, no, no. What about all the offenses and all these variables that go into that? So it became kind of an interesting, uh, I guess, interesting puzzle to look at. And then I, I, I went down the rabbit hole, definitely looking for the hidden door and magic solution on trying to answer uh, probably a very difficult question for many uh, experienced coaches and man got to be tough for rookie coaches that are first year getting into tackle. I know back in 94, what I was starting to coach, uh, we, you know, I installed a power eye cause that's what I'd run in high school and uh, was trying to do some funky things. And that didn't really work out uh, and wound up going to the beast and uh, it variables or variations. So, um, I wanted to go through this exercise to see if it made sense on trying to put some kind of, I don't know, matrix together to help coaches out. And what I'm finding through my research, and, you know, I think it's quite obvious, is that there's no one great answer to this problem. Uh, so I'm going through this process, writing about it. Hopefully you guys will enjoy the process and look at it. But uh, it's been quite difficult, and uh, so here we go. So like I said, this is going to be a multi-part uh, article podcast uh, that will go through talking about variables, the offenses, the variables within the offenses, and then age group issues and kind of going through that whole thing. So. Uh, I would like to thank a bunch of the coaches over on my Facebook group, the Wing T, Single Wing, Double Wing Facebook forums, and also uh, Coach uh, Kessler and Green uh, for their thoughtful input into this exercise. So uh, here we go. And when I say youth football, I'm talking 5U to 12U. I know there's some 7th and 8th grade coaches over in the forums, and they're talking about spread and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But we're really talking about uh, rec football, and this is how this article is written, actually, is for a rookie, kind of the perspective of a rookie first-year coach that doesn't have a lot of experience uh, 
with with anything really as far as tackle football yet. So uh, that's how I'm doing that. Uh, but one of the things I did find in you know the research and talking to coaches was that you know experienced coaches kind of know what they like and what they do. I mean, I'm sort of biased, and you know I'll get that out there. I'm kind of biased for the beast and my power wing beast offense uh, playbook and wildcat playbook stuff in uh, schemes. But similarly, you know, the double wing guys, the single wing guys and the wing T guys think their systems are so easy to learn and, and do. And, you know, any age group can do those. So we're all sort of biased into what we know and what we're confident at coaching as experienced coaches. Like I said, this is for rookie coaches, so, uh, you know, that's where we're going for this. Uh, you know, the the one thing that uh, you could be that rookie coach that gets an awesome roster, great parents, and you've got just this innate ability to coach young kids, and so you're you know, your, uh, I guess results may vary. So, uh, than what I'm kind of talking about here and that's really for everybody. This is my opinion. Uh, it's up for debate. Please debate in the comments or over on my groups. Would love to hear from everybody. If you don't like something here, you know, let me know. I'll think about it and probably update the, uh, this probably, this will probably be one of those articles that I update every other year or so just to kind of go through it. So uh, before we get really into it, you know, sort of the, I've, I've said the age of the players is 5U to 12U. Majority of this is really 7U to 12U kind of deal. 5 and 6U, you know, you're just happy to be out there and those kids having a good time. So we can talk about some of that uh, as we get into the age issues. But some of the offenses just to let you know that we'll be talking about eventually in probably part two, three is uh, I did a poll and it looks like this poll is polling really close to a current poll I'm doing on the Facebook groups of the, the pretty popular youth football offenses. So just some percentages of coaches that have been on my website for many years of what they're running and I ask them to choose two or three. So this is kind of those percentages is their main kind of offenses it is uh, just to let you know, uh, uh, I formation was about 16% of coaches, double wing, 12, single wing, 9%, wing T, 9%, power I, 9%, split pro set, 9%, wishbone, eight, spread, six, pistol, six, T formation, five, beast was around 4%, uh, options, 4%, offset I, four, and other was around 2%. So you can take that uh, how you want it, but uh, those seem to be tracking pretty close to what those numbers are tracking now for current coaches uh, over there. So we'll be talking about these offenses in the future, how the variables I'll talk about today kind of affect those and maybe your choice. So uh, let's get into part one of this now, which... Let's go through all the variables. And th this is what I call kind of the important variables when you're considering and evaluating a youth football offense and what you should choose for your team. 
and I'm going to rattle these 20, there's 25 of them, of them, and you may think it's overcomplicated, and it might be because I'm kind of the Moby Dick Melville writer uh, versus the Hemingway short and sweet kind of person because I've always been, give me a lot, I'll take from there what I want kind of thing. So uh, you guys should do that too. And I do that with like playbooks and everything I read. You know, I hardly ever uh, take exactly everything. I'm kind of picking and choosing what I like and then making it mine. So so here we go. So these key variables uh, that I'm going to look at is age of your players, experience level of the players, maturity and memory of your players, the size of player, uh, size of your roster, that means the number of players, your minimum play rules and those players uh, that are in that, uh, amount of practice time per week, Coach's experience and knowledge of an offense and if they're confident in coaching it. Your assistant coach's experience levels and also with the offense. Uh, rec versus select league. Your competition skill level. The type of defenses you might see in your league. Uh, the type of snap, if it's a gun or under center or a squat kind of snap. Uh, your size of your linemen. Uh, the blocking skills and calls that you're using. Pulling linemen or non-pulling linemen? Is there multiple formations, shifts, and motion within an offense? Uh, your quarterback skills. Uh, your quarterback's got good footwork, hands, passing, what are those? Then passing capabilities. You know, it's just not about the pass and what your quarterback can do. Can you block and all that other good stuff and catch? Uh, what's the speed of your team and your running backs? Uh, what's the number of your top running backs that you've got that you feel like are really running backs? Uh, are, do you think you're more power, speed, misdirection, or pass type offense roster? What's going on there? Uh, what's the versatility and flexibility of the offense you're looking at? Can it grow with you? Uh, is it flexible enough to, you know, change weekly for opponents? Uh, your offensive system, uh, the one you're looking at, is it easy to learn, install, execute? And are there available uh, offensive materials, resources, and playbooks? So these are 25 things here. And so let's get into the first about 12. And I'm going to start out with this first one because all of the coaches have kind of leaned into this. And uh, even I kind of lean into it. Shoot. So really when you're looking at, you know, choosing the right youth football offense for your team is coach what you know, what you have experience with, and what you're in cough, what you're confident doing. And that really has been the recurring piece of advice from a lot of experienced coaches. You know, if you're if you grew up running the double wing and you could tone it down for youth or not tone it down for youth. Uh, that's, of course, the question in the tough wing group uh, or your power eye or beast or whatever. If you're good at that, uh, you know, you're a rookie coach and you you already know those that then don't read, you know, a reason to reinvent the wheel if you feel like you can coach that at the youth level. Uh, but if you don't have all that and you're a little scared and you haven't done it before, not been an offense coordinator and you're team's age or skill level doesn't really match up to what you're thinking and along with your experience and your coach's experiences, uh, then you really kind of have to look at maybe uh, this a little closer. Uh, but if you're considering, you know, to learn a new offense, remember, you know, 
Learning a new offense kind of takes a season, about a year, to really kind of figure it all out and really get it, get happy with it. So uh, I know a lot of times when I get a new crop of kids or I go into a new league, it takes about a half season to a season really to work yourself into that. And that's kind of the same way with an offense. So, uh, you know, if you know an offense, stick with it. You've got experience with it, stick with it. If you're new, then uh, start looking at, at uh, some new offenses and we can help you go through it here. So the next variable is your age of your players. You know, uh, the younger they are, you need it easier to learn, execute, and it's more fun. Uh, the older they are, you know, you can make it more complex. Uh, so, you know, six, seven, eight, those are pretty tough years, age groups, especially after COVID. Uh, 9, 10, 11, you were a lot of fun. 12, you is, man, you can, you've got an experienced team at 12, you, you can do a lot of cool stuff. But, you know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, you may be running a very simplified offense formation, eight plays or less, focusing on the run, not doing too many footwork and hand skills, uh, like handoff tosses, motions, pulling linemen, uh, just because, you're needing to keep things pretty simple. Uh, after 8U, I think, you know, you can pretty much start doing a lot of stuff. But uh, so that's kind of the age of the players. Keep it easy uh, to learn, execute, and fun. The younger they are and, I, you know, the older they get, you can start thinking about more sophisticated things. Experience of your players, uh, you know, like I said, if you got – you know, a nine U group that's been together like two or three years uh, from six U versus eleven or twelve U rookies. That nine U team probably can learn a lot more stuff because they've been in your system, the language, all of that stuff. So, take a look at your, you know, your experience of your players. If they're high experienced players, then you can probably install some pretty sophisticated offensive schemes. But if they're rookies and are, you know, are they're not very mature yet, which is the next thing. You probably can't do that just yet. So you need to kind of prioritize what you're thinking there and decide, uh, you know, if I've got a group of rookies, I probably need to run something very simple. If I've got experienced players, of course, I can go for more sophistication. Uh, this comes to maturity and memory of players. This is a big issue, uh, especially at six, seven, eight, maybe nine You sometimes Players physically are ready uh, for it, but mentally with their memory and their football IQ for experience reasons, uh, they don't really have it yet. And trying to put something sophisticated in uh, doesn't really work. So you really need to kind of look at that. Uh, we, we've had a lot of good players at younger ages uh, that were very physical, uh, great on defense, but we had a hard time moving them into the backfield or a skill possession like a tight end or a pulling guard or a center um, on the offensive line because they could remember everything. So, and you, they didn't know where to go. Sometimes right and left becomes a major issue, a major issue at some of these ages. And a little tip I gave somebody the other day is just take a uh, permanent marker Sharpie and put right and left on their, uh, their uh, palms, not their palms, but the, the back of their hand. And uh, that helps out a lot with right and left. But, yeah, so take a look at that memory and maturity of your players. Uh, more mature, more sophistication, better memory, 
more less uh, less simplified, uh, more simplified offense if they can't remember stuff and are not ready for it. Uh, your size of your players, uh, you know, this is one you go back and forth. I think it becomes a bigger issue as the old for older teams on the size of players. Uh, the younger issues, younger ages, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I've played on small teams. I've coached small teams. So uh, if you've got good technique and fundamentals, you can run a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, so, but it, you know, as you get older, those big, bigger offensive line and backs kind of become an issue there. So you're just going to look at your size of your players and, and see what you've got there. Uh, bigger players definitely are advantageous, uh, but uh, not all the time. As you know, overweight, out-of-shape players are not as good as quick, medium-sized players. So just uh, take a look at that. It will have an effect. Uh, your size of your roster and the number of players definitely can cause an issue, especially with minimum play rules and minimum play players. You know, you're only good as your weakest link. So if you've got a 30-player roster and you're having to get a lot of kids in, maybe a whole quarter or two quarters a game, then a sophisticated offense may not work because you're having to sub a lot of kids into this sophisticated offense. So you might want to take a look at that. So that's that. Uh, the other big factor, really, that I come in contact with is I love to have three or four practices a week, but the rec league that I've been coaching in uh, for the last 10 10 to 12 years, we only get two practices a week and then a game. And if we don't have a game, we can have three practices, but it's like just two practices a week. So if, you know, the more practices you have, you can install a lot more cool stuff. If you don't have a lot of time, you can't. So, you know, you got to weigh that. Do you have enough practice time with the number of kids and what you're trying to accomplish both on special teams and defense? Can I install a more sophisticated offense? So you want to look at that. So practice time really becomes a pretty major factor. I know uh, I'll install more double wing, wing T kind of all motion jet rocket, all that good stuff. If I've got three practices a week or my kids are really, really experienced with two practices a week. If not, I'm kind of toning down uh, by offenses a little bit. Uh, the other thing along with the uh, head coach's experience is your assistant coach. You know, as a head coach, you might be a rookie and your assistants, you could get lucky and find some assistant coaches that uh, don't want to be a head coach, but want to be an offensive coordinator. And they already know these systems and are pretty happy with it. So if you trust that assistant coach and you can let him go, then you know, it really helps to have great assistant coaches. So that may be one way that you could run a more sophisticated offense is if your assistant coach uh, already has that experience and you trust them and your talent and everything matches up. So there you go with that. Uh, you may be in a rec or select league, which may have an effect on what kind of offense you want to choose. You know, rec leagues, like I've been in, we get a group of kids they come in, It's we. they're pulled together. We choose a subset. Some rec leagues even assign players. You don't even get kind of pick them. So uh, versus select travel where you handpick kids. So if you can handpick your roster 
you can definitely have a better, uh, more sophisticated offense because you've got better athletes and you know what you're getting. In rec, and, in rec leagues, it's kind of a hit or miss. Uh, you know, I, we both have spring and fall. We basically get a new team every spring and fall, and a lot of them, half of them are kind of rookies. So it's really hard to install sophisticated things at first unless we've, you know, been able to keep a couple of kids, and sometimes we're able to do that. But, uh, yeah, so you just need to look at, you know, are you wreck or can you select your kids? That's going to help you determine what kind of offense to run there. Uh, the other thing is is uh, your the competition and skill level within your league and in your group that you're playing, you know, what, what are they good at? Um, you know, are they a select group versus a rec group? And do you need to really run a sophisticated offense to beat these teams? Or can you run something very simplified? Um, so you want to look at that. The other thing kind of along that same line is the defenses in the league. Uh, you know, if if your league is really good, and I've, I've known some leagues that are really good at stopping the double wing because they see that, they've seen that a lot. That may not be the best offense, maybe run in that league because all every coaches know how to deal with that particular offense. So, you know, you kind of need to look at what works within your league. One of the little uh, tips that I've given a bunch of coaches is every time I go to a new league, I'll take to, out to lunch one of the commissioners and kind of ask all these questions about who's the best coach, what do they do, what are, you know, what does everything look like in the league, what everybody's doing. What offenses, defenses, specialty, what you know, kind of what everybody's doing, and kind of get an idea what's going on, and that's a really good thing to do. So, uh, that's what I would suggest for that. So that's about halfway through those important variables on looking at how to choose a youth football offense. Uh, we're at about twenty minutes here, so I'm going to head off and cut this one off so we can move into part two where we'll get really into more, I guess, the skill set for different offenses and the players that will fit into those offenses. And that's what we'll uh, talk about in part two. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm doing virtual clinics now, so you can schedule one of those over at coachparker.org if you'd like to uh, talk to me and go over kind of what your offense is you know, how to choose your offense or what you're doing, or if you have any issues, uh, you could head over there and look at scheduling a virtual clinic with me. So uh, again, this is Coach Parker with uh, Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk, Talk Podcast over at coachparker.org. Uh, stay tuned for part two, probably uh, mid of next week as we go through more on choosing a youth football offense. Hey, it's been a joy uh, talking to you guys again. I uh, hope to see you guys again soon. Remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Again, this is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. See you guys next time. Ciao. Hey, thanks for joining me all the way to the end. That's much appreciated. Hey, if you get a chance, just subscribe to my podcast. That, that really helps a lot. And also, you can head over to CoachParker.org, my playbook store, and check out all my playbooks like the Power Wing Beast Offense, the 6-2 Multi-8 Defense, the Wildcat Spread, the Power Eye, the Double Wing, the Eye Formation, Wishbone, my Drill Books, my Jaws Blocking Book, 
my Wolfpack 707. Got a, got a lot of good stuff over there you can take a look at, and that'll help support me bring more youth football can, content to the youth football coaching community. And as always, remember to play for fun, and winning is funner. Thanks for joining me today. Hope to see you guys next time.